seven. That's me. And Ellie, A four. That's me. And our daddy. That's me. Daddy tells us the story. I like hearing about battles, <coughs> chopping off heads, <coughs> and queens and kings. I add in the funny bits, <coughs> the disgusting bits, <coughs> and if Daddy gets boring, <sighs> I tell him. Sophie, what history did you learn at school this year? Well, I learned about the Great Fire of London in 1666. Sophie, what if we do a history story time about it? Great idea, Ellie, and I can help Daddy as I know loads of the story too. Three hundred and fifty years ago, in 1665, London was a very different place to today. It was smaller, but still the biggest city in England, and it was very crowded. London Bridge had shops and houses all the way along it, and the houses and shops of the city were almost all made of wood. The year 1665 had been awful. There was plague in London, which killed thousands. What's the plague? Is it like the coronavirus? Not really. We learned about the plague in the Black Death history story time. It's a terrible illness that was spread by the fleas, which lived on the rats. Thousands of people had died again of the plague in 1665. <coughs> But when the year turned to 1666, everyone hoped for a better year. I don't think that's going to happen. The summer of 1666 was very hot and very dry, and in London's Pudding Lane was a bakery run by a baker called Thomas Farrer. Hello. At one in the morning, on a Sunday night, a fire broke out in his bakery. Thomas Farrer and his family smelled the smoke and climbed out of the top window. Their maid was too scared to climb out. Ah! Uh oh! I bet she died. Yes, she did. Early in the morning at 1 a.m., as London Town was sleeping, a tiny spark it lit the dark. And the fire it came a creeping. Thomas woke to thick black smoke. He never seen such a thing. They lay the blame on Pudding Lane and the baker to the king. He set it on fire, burn it all down. It's at the end of London Town. It's gone up in flames like killing sticks. September sixteen sixty six. Then. Neighbors and firefighters came to help put the fire out, but the houses were so dry and built so close together and made of wood that the fire kept spreading. Then the mayor of London came. The firefighters said they should pull down some houses to stop the fire spreading. The mayor said, Psh, "Even a woman could put this fire out." 
What a rude man. That afternoon, the wind came. And the wind whipped the fires up. At the star end of Fifth Street Hill, the landlord stood a weeping. As the wind it blew, the sparks they flew, and the flames they started leaping. The streets were so thin they couldn't do a thing to stop that fire from spreading. For three more days it blazed and blazed. It was a nightmare they'd been dreading. Set it on fire. Burn it all down. It's at the end of a London town. It's gone up in flames, the killing sticks. September sixteen sixty six. The king tried to send soldiers to help the firefighters. But the mayor did not trust the king's soldiers, so would not let them help. The king decided to take charge of the firefighting himself. But by then, it was too late. All of London was aflame. London's burning, London's burning. Face the engine, face the engine. Far, 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 far. Poor mortar, poor mortar. The fire crept closer and closer to the Tower of London. The army's gunpowder was stored there. If that caught fire, it would make a huge bang. The soldiers took matters into their own hands and used the gunpowder to blow up the houses and stop the fire getting to the Tower of London. In the middle of London was the medieval, beautiful St Paul's Cathedral. People thought it would be safe there because it was made of stone. Stone doesn't burn. But St Paul's was being repaired and had lots of scaffolding on it made of wood. Uh-oh! And the fire set the scaffolding alight and melted the stone cathedral down. Three days later, Almost all of London was totally destroyed. 13,000 homes had been burned to the ground. But luckily, only eight people had died. What happened after the fire? They had to rebuild the city. A young architect called Sir Christopher Wren had a plan for a new, beautiful city. It would have made London the most elegant city in the world with huge, wide roads, beautiful parks, homes and buildings. But it was just too expensive. So they just built all of his beautiful churches instead. And you know the name of lots of Sir Christopher Wren's churches from the song Oranges and Lemons. Oranges and lemons Save the bells of St Clement's You owe me five farthings Save the bells of St Martin. When will you pay me, say the bells of old Bailey? When I grow rich, say the bells of Shoreditch. When will that be, say the bells of Stepney? I do not know, say the great bell of Bow. And he built one last 
great building. He designed St Paul's Cathedral with its lovely dome. Ellie, you'll go there on a school trip when you were seven. What about the baker who started the fire? Afterwards, Thomas Farriner blamed a Frenchman for causing the fire. And the Frenchman was executed. What a fibber! Liar, liar, pants on fire! But there was one piece of good news. The fire did not kill many people, but it did kill all the rats and all the fleas. And some say that's why London never experienced the plague again. They could have beaten the plague without a fire, the same way we will beat the coronavirus. Stay at home. Protect the NHS. Save lives. If you've enjoyed this history story time, please do follow us on your podcast listening app. Sophie, I am now a great of London expert. Ellie, sleep tight. Don't let the big bugs bite.